Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. Welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this today after the Strickland Podcast Network, Knicks win 123 to 107 versus the Portland Trailblazers, bringing our win total to 41 wins on the season. Um, equaling our total from the We Here pandemic year. Um, the Deuce McBride game, as you can see from both me and Tyrese's. It was an awesome, you know, it was just a great game. Fun game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was a great game in general. But like I, I feel the need to like highlight Deuce because you know, I feel like he's someone that's like gotten like a pretty tough rep from like Knicks fans just because of like his inconsistency. Um, even though he's like placed in like not that much of a major role. Um, but he made the most of his minutes tonight. Got what I think is probably his most minutes in a very long time. Um, about 25 minutes, he had 18 points, three assists, um, two blocks, one steal, including this incredible block on Anthony Simons um, in transition, which was absolutely stunning. Um, hit four of five threes, which is huge for him because, like, that's been the one thing that's um, been a gripe with Knicks fans with Deuce McBride. Um, but, yeah, great game from him. Great game from everybody. Great game from the bench in general. Like, the bench just absolutely killed it today. Um, I think they were, like, the main spark in, like, the comeback. Um, you had Josh Hart with 16, 9, and 8, and 3 steals. Like, that's just an insane stat line. Tell Cam um, Reds to do that shit, buddy. <laughs> Cam, I'm just looking right now. I'm going to guess. I haven't looked. I'm, I'm, so all I was looking at during the game when I was checking the box score was the plus minus, which is hilarious, by the way. Um, just want to point this out. Josh Hart, team high, plus 26. Cam Reddish, uh, team low, minus 27. That's the game, baby. Um I want to say no. I, I, I'm just looking at this now. Reddish had one rebound in 19 minutes, no assists, two steals. One of them, courtesy of Josh Hart, just feeling bad for him and throwing him the ball <laughs> straight up. Uh, he had two points on one of six from the field, zero of three from three. Like I, I don't typical know about Cam Reddish that lie. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. It's, 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 politics. Is, it's politics, Schwinn. That's what it is. It's politics because somehow, somehow, some way, he's on his third team in four years, and just somehow the league is just conspiring to keep Cam Reddish out. I've had this for like a week. Sorry, this is like the excess of finals. Fuck Cam Reddish. Fuck everything he stands for. Fuck him. What does he stand for, dude? He, he stands for a lottery picks that should be out of the league. He stands for Tijuana <laughs> basketball. He stands for fucking tween hezzy Twitter dying. And he stands for bad garbage players who get the benefit of the doubt because they're fucking 6'8 and they're shifty. Quote, get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, no, I, I just, I think this game, like, even if Hart, so I'll, I'll be honest, I actually didn't love how Hart played in the first half. He was playing hard. Um, he was playing like, like he, you know, he's doing heart things. I just didn't like, I thought he was pushing tempo at weird times. He had that one take where he just ran right into like Nurkic. And I'm like, what did you think was going to happen there? Like, like, I don't know what you're doing. He had a couple like threes that he hesitated on, didn't pull the trigger. Um, but the, the, like the thing with him is he never lets that shit affect to defend his ass off. Still going to fight over screens. He's still going to pace and transition. So he gives you a solid baseline. Um, 
And then in the second half, I mean, his second half was like, I, I, I don't know what the hell. That was amazing. Um, I mean, the entire second half from everybody, basically, aside from like Julius was awesome. Not that yeah. like Julius was fine, I guess, in the second half, but he wasn't like he, as spectacular as everyone else was. Yeah, it felt like forced with him, um, whereas everybody else seemed to be in like a better flow. Um, but like, I mean, again, this is this is a thing where it's like, I, I don't even think Julius played a particularly good game. And then you look at the stat line. He had 24 points on 20 shots. Didn't even make a three tonight. Ten rebounds, four assists, only two turnovers. Like, you take that, you know. You, you and it but, felt okay. like he didn't really. I mean, to my, to, to at least to me, it didn't seem like he forced a lot, especially in that second half. Like, yeah. he just like it just it felt like he was just like letting just things happen to, him. like for for example, like that pass out to Josh Hart for that three. Like he could have easily like taken that up and like begged for a foul or something but like he passed it out to josh hart i mean it was like a little it was like a live grenade but like josh hart cashed it because like josh hart that's just what he does in the new york Knicks jersey now um but yeah i mean i felt like he just played within himself and you know that's all you can ask for from him after like what we've seen um especially in that clippers game we could have seen a repeat of that but we didn't so thankfully we got this version of julius today yep uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I think in the first half, this was like, I don't know, it could be on Julius, it could be on Tibbs, it could be on quickly, whatever. But like, they were making too much of a point of it to try and like feed him to start the game. And it's like, they were clearly keyed in on that, the Blazers, and they just couldn't get anything going offensively. I mean, they didn't score for like the first five minutes, right? Um, so like, once they stopped doing that, they got whatever the hell they wanted the rest of the game. Like even when they were like, you know, they made a big deal right during that during that first quarter. Like Han and Breen on the broadcast were like, "Oh, the Blazers are six to ten for three. The Knicks are one of nine. Like, and they kept talking about it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you keep getting wide open threes like this, like you'll probably win the game. Um, and you know, obviously they did. I mean, they should have they should have gone three and run the short tip. They should have beaten the Kings. They couldn't buy a fucking three in that game. Um, but like, you know, the Blazers are a terrible defensive team. So you knew if you just kept like if you avoid just doing stupid shit against them, you're going to be fine. And the Knicks did not do stupid shit for basically the last three and a half quarters of the game. And they blitzed them. I mean, they probably put up like one nineteen or something in the final 42 minutes of the game. So um, they destroyed them. And it was like, I mean, this is probably the best team box score you're going to see. Like, I mean, Hartenstein didn't even score tonight. Mitchell only had two Grimes had four, but like, you got 24 from Randall on 20 shots. You got 22 from RJ on 13 shots. You got 26 from Quickly on 14 shots. 11 from Obi. And 16 from Hart on 13. Like, that's just, a, you get six double-digit scores. Um, you had five guys over 15. You had three guys over 20. Like, that's basically the ideal balance of scoring you on and you, like i was pretty confident that he's going to win this game because during the third quarter i don't know if you guys remember this i don't know who it was it might have been breen or even han but they were talking about like i think at that point uh lillard had scored something like their last 30 of their, 30 of their yeah. first 70 points or something like that yeah. 16 of their last straight points like yeah it was just damian lillard or die and like at that point you're you're expecting the blazers to fold yeah and i don't know if something's going on with simons but like he did not look good tonight. He killed us at the garden and tonight he just looked, I mean, and, and granted like when he played at the garden, he had the advantage of playing against Cam Reddish. Um, but tonight he had to play with him. So uh, that makes it a little more difficult, but like, yeah. 
No, he, he just he okay. he just didn't look like he got into it at all. And then the only time he did was like really late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were down like seventeen. He's like, all right, I'm I'm gonna get my Ingram buckets right now. Um, Ingram buckets. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna start calling those. That was embarrassing. I was watching that game before this. Like that was, whew, man. Oh you talk gosh. about him and CJ McCollum. I hope that I hope they're having a good time in New Orleans off the floor because it better be worth it. New Orleans has a lot to offer off the court. Yeah, I, I know. I, I've, I've been there three times. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, three times. Wow. Okay. Big spender. Okay. He travels exotic. Forward. Yeah. New Orleans. Fucking keep big spender over here. Mardi Gras. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the problem with Avery Simons is, is he's fucking garbage. Like, who cares? Sorry to press. Um, Anthony Simons major. Uh, but yeah, I don't care about fucking Anthony Simons. The entire team is ass. The entire team is ass except for Dame, and Dame is ass because he he willingly wants to be employed by that team. Talking about fucking loyalty. There's another loyalty thing that came out this afternoon where he's just like, oh, you know, the league is in the bu-. dude. You just fucking suck. You're the 13th team. No, I don't. I actually, I I watched that. I actually think he's right. But like, yeah. what like, I just I need, I, what I need him to do is like, I don't know why he what was like two summers ago, where every like week he was like he had an interview or some bar about he loyalty. dropped. Yeah, like I run for the grind, I'm loyal. Like, all right, like I, I actually like if he doesn't, if he just wants to be like a one franchise guy, Mister Portland. Yeah, and he's content with like I put whatever I put into the game, and if we don't win, if we don't win a championship, we don't compete. So be it. If he's okay with that, that's great. I mean. He's making generational money. He's already made generational money. Um, he's beloved in that city. He's like going to be an icon. He's their best there. player. Of I have the no franchise. problem with that. That's what he yeah. wants to do. But like, but I think with them, it's just like if you're running, if you're running the. Yeah, I, it, my thing is like if you're with the front office. I mean, I'm just looking at their team, and I'm like, if we. Like they either have to trade Dame or they have to trade Simons. If they want to compete with Dame, they have to trade Simons. If they don't have any intention of competing with Dame, then they should talk to him and be like, look, we understand you want to be a career blazer. We need to go in a different direction. What are some teams you would not mind getting traded to? And then just try to make a deal. Because this this is the most pointless team maybe in the league right now. Like, I just have no idea what what is the point of this. Like, the, we know what this team is. We saw this for like eight years with him and CJ. There's no difference. CJ might be better than Simons was at that age. So, like, he probably was better because he could actually, like, get you five assists. But Simons had one assist tonight. I mean, he looked, again, he just looked terrible today. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, shout out to this comment from Jeff. After tonight, the difference between Hart playing for the Knicks plus 149 and Cam playing for the Blazers minus 103 is 252 points. Let's move on. I mean, hey, I'm I'm more than ready to move on from this. It's just that like today was like some a lot of Knicks fans like Super Bowl for some reason. They were expecting Cam Reddish to drop like 40 points 40. on us or something and like they were sadly mistaken. They were very disappointed. Um, to Cam my Reddish's joy, Cam mother wouldn't even believe it. They're dropping 40 points tonight. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Cam Reddish's mother probably didn't stay up to watch this game. She's probably just like, I'm good. Actually, I would sleep with Cam Reddish too. Shit, like, so sleep on him. Oh, oh, okay. Relax, relax. I was like, relax. I mean, that's fine. I mean, no, no. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Oh my god! This is the uh, the after hours post game. 
<laughs> yeah, we're all exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, actually, uh, Larry Israel uh, in the in the chat, I heart was monster. He was awesome tonight. He and he he's he was awesome in the last game too against the Lakers. He's quite frankly just been better than Mitch on this road trip. Um, I'm actually not. I'm not that worried about that. I think I would. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, how many minutes did Mitch play in that double overtime game against Boston? Um, like Forty or something. Um, I think yeah. that that probably affects him more than most. I mean, it affects big guys more than most, right? Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's still feeling the effects of that. Also, yeah, and also, like, some of these matchups are just ones he's historically struggled against. Anthony Davis always owns him. Sabonis always owns him. Um, and, and Nurkic, weirdly, has always given him a problem. I think some of that is they're skilled with the ball. They know how to use their body to, body, to, to back him down. And, um, like, for whatever reason, he just can't figure that out yet. That's a something he has to he has to improve at but like this is why you sign a hartenstein right like look at what he did tonight he was fucking him that ability to have to show two different looks with two different so centers true. and he deserves a lot of credit schwinn was stuck in the matrix there but i was saying um the ability to have two different centers that show like two different looks either whether it's like defensively <clears throat> and offensively you know that's just like that's what makes this team like so much like fun to root for and just like that much more versatile that you're like you're willing to like expand on their ceiling as a as a team. Um and especially since the um heart trade, it's definitely made like everything else just like fit into place so well. I'm convinced that this comment is like a Tyrese burner from Prashanta Adhikari. <laughs> This is definitely Tyrese on his burner account here. Cam is I the like, tanking MVP. I appreciate that your alter ego is Indian, though. Nice <laughs> job, Tyrese. You, you know me. You know me. Uh, multicultural by. Um, yeah, he he is the taking MVP. Three years in a row running, like four. Four? No, no. He didn't play his first year because he uh, was injured all the time. So like. But yeah, taking MVP, absolutely up there. Him, DeJounte Murray, um, who else can I think of? But yeah, they've been up there. Him, Tyrese Halliburton, low-key, he up there too. Uh, Killian Hayes, just a bunch of tanking merchants who just get by on like length and the idea that they're somehow good in year four. We're talking about potential. Um Former lottery pick is going to be used in his name for the rest of his career, and it's going to be hilarious. How do we feel about yeah. how do we feel about the the notion? A lot of fans have been mentioning the notion of expanding the rotation to finish out the season. No, um, just to give guys more rest with you know Deuce suddenly being you know better at basketball. No, um, the 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 like you're not so comfortable that you can't fall into the plan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like you, you, you can't True. do that. Deuce, and I will say, like Deuce, the last two games are probably the best two games he's played of his Nick career. Since the Rockets game, since the yeah, game. It, it, like offensively, just super locked in. Um, and defensively, he's been great. I mean, he's always been good defensively. A little more fluctuation, but like he was. I mean, he had Simons in fucking hell tonight. That was incredible. that chase down block was insane. That was LeBron yeah. shit. Yeah, he had yeah. that. He had that. He had, the one he had in the corner in the fourth quarter might have been the third. I don't know, but like you could tell Simons was 
he thought he was going to close out tight enough to him that he could bait him into a bullshit three. Didn't do that. And then he thought he could just like bait the refs into a foul when he drove baseline because he thought Deuce would play him too aggressive. Didn't didn't get that. Like, I mean, he, he had him in fucking hell. That was an incredible defensive performance between him and Hart and quickly. I mean, go watch the end of that fourth quarter. Like when the Knicks kind of their offense stalled out towards the end. You have you you go back and watch that. You'll see that there are like multiple possessions where the Blazers are trying to like run out and get a quick three. There was one where like Dame threw it across the floor to Simons, yeah. and you see Hart and quickly, quickly close out both to him. converge. It was amazing. It was like it was an incredible play. Um, but those guys were just flying around, and they had to because Julius tonight on defense was just like, I'm actually I'm good. I'm good right here. <laughs> underneath this bucket like i'm gonna stand here and get some rebounds um but like i mean they did i mean there was it was just a it was just a really fun team performance and it was awesome to see them bounce back at the end of a road trip um and especially like the way you know you win nine in a row then you lose three straight including that one to charlotte lose a kind of a heartbreaker to the kings in a way i mean a game that you almost could have stolen even though you got terrible performances from like quickly rj and randall uh, you still could have stuck that game out then you have that game against the clippers where it's just like it was like quickly versus the clippers that was very weird um and then but then you you know you come back you you beat the lakers who are playing really well i mean again they just beat the absolute fucking doors off the pelicans tonight um and then you you just take care of business against the blazers after a shitty start like I mean, and you do that all without Brunson. Like that's that's a nice little two and two road trip that you that you got. Um, you get to go home. You have three days rest now, and you hopefully will be able to beat the Nuggets in Madison Square Garden, that which hasn't happened since 2017. The Nuggets um, have been spiraling, by the way. Like defensively, don't, don't, they don't say it. Don't say it. Don't we, say it. We need them to win before Saturday. That would be yep. nice. There we go. Who do they play before Saturday? I mean, it doesn't matter because apparently they can't fucking beat anybody right now. Yeah, they can't beat anybody. That's what I'm saying. They're like an absolute <laughs> terrible downward spiral. Detroit. Um, oh, okay. If they they'll beat Detroit, come on, come on. If it was to Detroit, man, <laughs> the Jokic's got to be out of the MVP conversation as a whole. Like, just automatically disqualified. Like, he's disqualified can't. in my heart. Yeah, he's already disqualified in mine too. Yeah, I mean, quick, quick was awesome tonight. I thought yeah, I was just about to bring him up. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um. Yeah. So twenty. Um, 26, 10, and 3. Again, with the double-double with rebounds, weirdly enough. Um, Not weirdly. I'd like, he's one of the better guard rebounds. Yeah, I know. But like when you when you say Emmanuel Cookie double-double, you're like automatically assuming probably like it's more so assists than rebounds. I'm thinking um, blocks. <laughs> Deals. Um, but yeah, 26 shots. I mean, 26 points on 14 shots. That's incredible. Um, what more can you say about Emmanuel quickly? Um, he's better than every assignments. We can say that. Yeah, I furthermore, mean, positioning himself in the six man of the year conversation. The, the second quarter seems to be his like that seems to be when he likes to get going offensively. I've noticed like he he did that he did that the last game against against the Lakers. Schwinn stuck in the Matrix. So yeah, second quarter is a yes. Second quarter is his time. It's like oh. like you know he came out today in the second quarter. He hit a three. Uh, then he comes in. He, he absolutely smoked Simon's created like the fucking he like parted the red sea level of space to get a mid-range jumper on him from the baseline um and then mid-range he, what, he did cash by the way yeah yeah and then he and then he he baited him into that foul which was hilarious if i was simons i'd probably been really pissed about that but it's like 
you do that. Dame does that all the time. Come on. Um, but yeah, I mean, from there, it was just the third quarter. For, I thought the third quarter from him or RJ offensively was awesome. Uh, I didn't love our, I, RJ's defense was like whatever today, but his rebounding is continuously yeah, like, like three blocks. Weirdly enough, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his rebounding. I'm just like, dude, can you ever just like, I don't know, like jump and like go get one for me? Can you like box somebody out? Like, it's too heavy from all the PB and J olive oil sandwiches. Yeah, maybe maybe lay off those, <laughs> lay off the uh, the Jamaican food that he did a commercial with that too. I mean, I know that that can be. Look, I I, I get it, I get it. You know? It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I love oxtail too. Shit. <laughs> Um, but I thought I thought I thought with RJ, I thought I, I like that he continued to do what was working well for him in the Lakers game in terms of getting to the paint. Um, because like Lord knows we don't want to see him take any jump shots right now because that shit is just awful. Um I mean he hit yeah. a three. He hit a yeah, three. He he had he the first bucket of the game for us. Yeah. Um I th- I I do think like I feel like there's an idea, like he has an idea in his head of like what I want to be. And I'm like, it's really great that you probably want to be like fucking, I don't know, Jason Tatum. But what you should actually do is be Jimmy Butler and be really annoying and play ugly basketball, but just get to the line a bunch and only, and just live in the paint. Just Just, do that. Just be Jalen Williams. Yeah. Just, just do that. Don't like, don't try to be a finesse player. Don't add to your bag because your bag it's a very small bag. It's like a fanny pack. Um, like just, just get into the paint and fucking be gigantic and big and strong. And like, and and he and like actually his footwork now around like you know when he finishes around the rim is better. It's not like elite or anything, but it's better. So he get he has more options available to him when he's in the paint. But it's just like just just like own that, own who you are, master that, and then if you then 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 try to like work your game out. Then then try to add other shit to it. But like all I need him to do is score in the paint and not suck ass on catch and shoot threes and I'm I'm fine. That's it. That's all we need. We don't need him to Schwinn just once again in the matrix. Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum, we just need yeah. him to be a good, a good role player. player. Yeah. A good role player. That's it. Yeah. Like when he's doing that I mean, of course, like there are nights like, you know, the Lakers game where he's going to like have his opportunities to score a bunch and like be one of the leading scorers of the night. But he doesn't need to be that every single night because this team is just that well balanced where you have nights where like Josh Hart can give you scoring and all this other stuff. You have Emmanuel Quickly, who is consistently been probably our third best player all year, um, you know. Like you have all these pieces on this team, RJ Barrett doesn't have to be that 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 guy that just has to like force everything. I feel like it 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 goes back to like what we were saying earlier in the year. It's like he's like trying to prove that like he earned this contract by like scoring a bunch, but like it's all about doing all the nitty gritty stuff. Like look at Josh Hart's stat line tonight. If like RJ can provide like. So, like something that just even like barely resembles that stat line. Like Knicks fans would just be so content with that. Cause like you're like providing to winning and like, you're not doing too much. I love Josh Hart. Can we, just talk, about jo- can we just talk about Josh Hart, man? Josh Hart is just, 
a winning basketball player. First of all, I feel like he was charged up being in Portland. He took five threes tonight, which is like a new thing for Josh Hart. He started to pull threes. Yeah, a couple um, of those were just like, game's fucking over. Let me just get these shots up. There was also Look, one that was like a live grenade from Julius at the end yeah. of a shot clock. I will take it. Whatever gets him to actually shoot threes, dude. Like, I'm tired of these games. He goes like one for one. Like, give me some, give me some shots from three. Um, but yeah, like as you said, like just really solid basketball tonight. Plus twenty six highest in the team. Like nine rebounds, eight assists. Like he flirts with triple doubles so regularly now that I'm just like, okay. Uh, like he just feels statue. Three steals, eight assists, nine rebounds. What what weren't you say about Josh Hart other than like he just fits the ethos of the team so incredibly well, and like he he's been a seamless fit. He's been a seamless fit for this team, and I just absolutely adore watching him play basketball. It's great. Yeah, I mean it's great because right now Grimes is playing like I mean he just looks a little bit lost offensively. Um, so it's nice to just have Hart that can come in and like, I mean, look, he's what, he's a six year player in the league or whatever. He's 27 years old. He's, he knows who he is. He knows exactly what his game is. He knows what he has to do every single night. He's not trying to figure out different shit. So like he, he's on fire, right? Or he, he's just playing great right now. And he gives us a buffer with Grimes struggling. And like, you know, I mean, I don't really know what to say about Grimes struggling. Like shoot threes make threes i i'm not really interested in benching him i don't think that we should not play him i think he just needs to play through it and he's doing like he's having like a normal second year player segment of a season um where he's probably played more minutes than he's ever played in his career so um i'm okay with it you know I, i'm fine watching it and and obviously Hart gives you that buffer and then you see quickly obviously playing really well rj um, you know, has his moments. Uh, uh, has his moments. He's been better <laughs> since the All Star break, but that man, that Clippers game. I don't know what the hell that was. That was <laughs> talk about it. That was one of the worst things I've ever watched. Um, and then with Grimes too, you kind of forget that he's in his second year a whole bunch because yeah. like he like there was like parts earlier when he first got into the lineup like where he looked like so experienced hitting threes, you know, playing the defense, all that stuff. Um, you know, adding the different things to his his repertoire like he was shooting but like he was also like mixing it up with like off the catch you know driving dishing he then started to rely on that too much and then that's when we start to see you know the little um inconsistencies here and there which have now you know piled up more and more but you you still forget that like he's in his second year so he's still got a ways to go um i mean and he's like like i think right now what he's doing is he had this bout within the season where he's like, he was not taking shots. And now I think he's almost like when he gets the ball, he's trying to do way too much. It's like, like he had that shot today where Randall advanced the ball to him and he took that three from the wing. And it was just like, what, why is this the shot? Like, we're like two seconds to the shot clock. We haven't had a good offensive possession yet this entire game. And like, you've got Dame on you. Nobody's even back. Why don't you just blow by Dame? Just blow by Dame, go get a layup. Um, but he's like, he's in his own head. You could see it. He had a couple of drives today. He had one where he drove baseline. Had no idea what he was doing, and then he ended up turning the ball over. He took through like over Obi's head. Um, he's he'll be fine. He just he'll figure it out. And look, I don't like. I just don't get it. We're like, we can't be like, oh, like Tibbs. 
you know, fucking, he won't trust young guys. He won't play them enough. And then also be like bench grimes. He's struggling right now. Like that's fucking part of player development, dude. Guys are going to struggle. If you can't deal with that, then I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that even when Grimes is struggling, he's not nuking the team when he's on the floor, unlike certain other players who featured in this game today. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, no, like, that's both, all that Tom Tyrese's mind tonight. But he's, but it's, it's like that's, that's always been the issue with Cam, where it's like. And, and like, like he, he's actually been scoring well in Portland before this game. And he, he's still, if he, after tonight, he might be the worst, but he's been like their most negative player since they traded, since that trade. So, Shocking. like, his, the, he has the, the second worst on off on the team. He has the second worst on court on the team. The only guy I think he's, uh, the only guy that's worse than him since that trade in the rotation was Shade and Sharp, who's a rookie. Like, okay. Um, and then, and obviously Hart, since he since he got to the Knicks, he's got the best one. It's just like at some point, like if if everything constantly when things constantly change, but these these basic things about you are always the same, then it's not about situation. It's politics. It's not about it's politics. Yeah, it, it's not about yeah, right. Yeah, it's politics. <laughs> it's not about any it's not about any of that. It's just about yeah, you're talented. You're really talented. You're also fucking Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're you're also in the NBA. And guess what? Everybody else in the NBA is talented. So, like, your individual, you know, oh, I was awesome in high school. Oh, I was a five-star recruit. Oh, I was a lottery pick. None of that matters once you're in the NBA, dude. Like, I probably, if you ask any NBA GM, would you rather have Cam Reddish on your team right now or Quentin Grimes? Every single one is taking Quentin Grimes. If you don't understand that, then you're fucking delusional. Like, you ask 30 NBA GMs, would you rather have Emmanuel Quickly or, or Cam Reddish? They're all going to say Emmanuel Quickly. Most you ask thirty GM, you ask thirty GMs, they want ice spice or camera, so they're probably taking ice spice. Like, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, it's a very easy choice. She's special. I just get, get the fuck out of here, dude. You need to be hooping fucking Israel with Denny Abdi. Like, she's got a she's got a better signature move than Cam Reddish does. Um, <laughs> uh, this one is uh, Walsh Clyde Fraser. Deuce deferred to Hart would bring the ball up the court a few possessions. That was pretty interesting. Lack of confidence to handle or orchestrating. I think that's a style that, of the that, offense. Yeah, I think they want they like Hart doing that. I think um well, one thing one thing I've noticed also about Hart is he like hates dribbling with his right hand. Like he like he he likes dribbling with his left hand in the open floor anyway. Um but he does a better job of just I think like immediately coming up the floor he gets them up the floor a lot faster than anybody else and then he just swings it and like can get them going i i think it's clearly tactical um whatever the specific reasons are i have no problem with it like i i i, I have a problem with i have a problem with julius does it because julius is just like dude there was one possession towards the end of the game where quickly was like begging him to run up the floor with him he's literally like it's like you could see him like telling him to get his fucking ass up the floor. Julius finally, like, trudged up there. He got him the ball, and then he nearly traveled, but then spun and passed it to Hart in the corner. Hart missed a three, but I was like, it took so long for him to get up there. I'm like, he was just in one of those moods tonight where he's like, I'm walking up the floor. Um, but yeah, like, no, Hart, Hart just injects so much pace into the game, and um, he plays with so much energy. He plays with so much heart, uh, passion. But, like, he, he he's great. I mean, he's, he's fucking awesome, and I think he's He's helped a lot of these other. I, I I do think like, I 
I, I don't think it's a coincidence that Deuce and Obi have kind of ticked up a little bit more playing alongside him. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think he brings something to the table that that bench unit was missing. Like when it was quick, RJ, Deuce, Obi, it just, RJ is like still in this weird, like he's got to like methodically achieve everything um, instead of playing with flow. He also has a terrible habit of like, or not a terrible habit. It's just like if him and Julius actually do this. They both do this. They both, ha- when as soon as they're bringing the ball up the floor, they've decided that they suck so much at making hit ahead passes to others. Um, that's always a big problem. He had one today where he tried to throw a lob to Randall and like, I don't know what the hell that was. He tried to throw that lob like down, right down the middle of the floor in the first quarter. And like, there were three blazers that basically could have stolen it. I'm like, I don't know what you were trying to do there. Don't ever do that again, please. Like that's not Victor Wembanyama. That's Julius Randall. Like he's not going to go get that shit. So um, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it, it doesn't, we could sit here and talk about it forever, but it's like, Literally, just watch a few Knicks games. It's obvious what Hart is bringing to the table for this team. Bring it more than Cam fucking Redders does, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm, uh, stalling for, I'm stalling for Sam, so fuck Cam Reddish. Fuck him. Oh, is Sam, stuck in the, is Sam stuck in the Matrix now? He is. So yeah, fuck Cam Reddish as a staff label and I'm about the fucking crew. And if you're down with Cam Reddish, then fuck you too. Um, Jay from Florida. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, this one is from Larry Israel. It was funny. Hart didn't do his one fast break move tonight. Maybe teammates knew his one step hero. I think they did. I actually think yeah. they they sat on a few things with him. I think like you could see this, but they tried to build a wall on him and transition a few times. And I think they knew that when what he does is he kind of gets like a dribble inside the arc, realizes he doesn't have anything, and will almost like spin. And you can almost try and pick it. They almost got it a couple times, but they didn't because he's just really strong with the ball. Um, so you could tell that like they knew. I mean, they didn't close out to him on a few threes, especially in the first half, because they knew that he like didn't want to take them. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I think it was it was just so funny watching some of the better stuff. That like he tried to take quickly off the. I mean, Deuce absolutely roasted Cam off the bounce on one on his drive. Like it was. I was like, dude, like, I don't even know. At that point, when you see that, I'm, I'm like, Deuce hasn't driven on anybody this year. Uh, <laughs> and he just cooked you. I, I don't know. That was that was something. Um, I, I got a hearty chuckle out of it. Um, Deuce being right in general, just like, I think we saw Deuce taking pull-ups. I think that kind of encapsulated how this game went for Deuce for, like, he, you know, he did the regular role-player stuff, the corner three, and then he, you know, like, pushed the ball, got a couple of finishes off the fast break. But, like, he actively tried to get into his bag in, like, the second half, and it was working. Um, you know, you'd like to see that more. I'd like to see him be more aggressive looking for his shot. I think we all agree that he's a better shooter than the percentages would say. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I would like to see him get into that offense more. I would like to see him, like, get into more of a flow. Cause I do think he needs a balance between, like, his pull-up diet and his system like the G League. And his diet in the pros is essentially just like a lot of stuff off the catch, um, doing stuff off of advantages created from other people. So I would like to see that balance. Um, I, I like I like how confident he was taking some of those threes tonight, though. Like, and even the last couple of games where it's like they're not wide open threes or anything. Uh, they're like, 
Yeah, okay, yes, you're back. Uh, what are you yelling for? Jeez. Yeah. My fault. I'm like, well, I don't know what the hell happened. A lot as hell. Yeah. Uh, but like he he had a couple of threes tonight where it was like Cam got out to him on a contest. I forgot, maybe Watford or another one, but they were like decent contests, and he had no hesitation. He just put them up and they were cash. And it's like those are the there's no way to describe it other than that there was no hesitation. And I feel like watching him at so many points during his career, you've been like, Why are you at? like he's always hesitating? So to see him shoot the way he did tonight with the confidence he did tonight. Um, yeah, it's huge. I mean, he, and he shot the same way against the Lakers road games. Um, so good to see that. Hopefully it went, if he, if Brunson's still out on Saturday or whatever it is, he can continue um, for as long as he's in the rotation. Cause it's, it's huge. I mean, when he shoots like that, like you're adding like another high impact guy to the team because his defense is that fucking good. Um, so if he just shoots like, and now, honestly, with like quickly and and Randall and RJ and and Hart, like you have enough creation dues uh, to play off ball more. So, um, I mean, it's it, it was awesome. And then again, I just can't say enough. I think Hartenstein was fucking awesome tonight. Just really, really, really good. Thought he controlled. I mean, some of his pick and roll coverages, like getting out to Dame, trapping, then recovering back. He, he was. So good tonight. Um, yeah. So both those guys and Deuce, like the, the game turned back in our favor when those three and Obi came at, came into the game. Um, and then the second half, they just completely took it away from the Blazers to start that fourth quarter. Also, we haven't talked about Obi. Oh, shit. We talk about Obi. Obi had a really good game. Obi yeah. had a really good game. Like he had that one three where like he pumped face, gets a guy in the air, and then like step backs, like readjusts and like cashes it. Like, Holy shit. Um, His three-point shot has been, like, surprising. Not not surprisingly, but it's, like, been pretty consistent lately. His mechanics are really, really good. Um, I did not see that happening. Truth be told, I did not see him being able to, like, do stuff like that, like, pull up threes um, off the catch like that, readjusting threes. Like, there's some untapped stuff there for um, him as a shooter. Uh... I wish he had a bit, a bit more time to like figure it out, but like you can clearly tell that like he does have shooting touch, um, and the mechanics are there. So like I would, it's interesting to see like how he's able to leverage it. I feel like always played some really strong games as of late. Um, I like to see him doing more stuff off the dribble as well, like where he's driving into the paint because he has enough of a functional handles to make it work. I just need him to like be more decisive. I feel like he's definitely being tentative, and that does feel like a bit of like a tips thing where it's like, don't pull me. But, you know, like, if he is able to get that head of steam getting to the paint, like, it's hard to stop him. Um, the, the best the best play he made tonight, when he just knocked Nurkic off his ass. That was fun. Yeah, I was about awesome. to say, that drive on Nurkic was great. <clears throat> yes. Um, but I just want to see him play like that. Just, like, decisive, um, not worrying about, you know... Am I, am I making my minutes cut? Yada yada blah blah blah. Like it, I know it's unfortunate that like no matter what happens, he's gonna play 15 minutes max just due to the talent um in front of him. But like that's a really encouraging game for Obi Toppin. Like that's the game that when you're like trying to that, that's the game like you want to build off of because like he is he's playing he's in a really good group as of late and it's good to see. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and it's just uh it's like, hey, you just 
as long as he's here, I mean, this is the thing. Like, as long as all these guys are here, I want them to play well. Um, so, like, if he's and I mean, ultimately, like, if he closes the year out well, regardless of what they end up doing, if they want to hold on to him because they're like, maybe there's more here, if they want to trade him, it just it benefits us in every way, both like in terms of helping us on the floor right now um, and giving us maybe more options in the offseason or whatever. So, yeah, it's great to see that. All right. <laughs> Let's get into some before we get into comments. Let's get into the ad read. Um, ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Um, the most popular, like, upset picks I've seen so far are, like, the 5-12 matchups. Um, that's always an interesting matchup to pay attention to. Um, so if you're <laughs> betting March Madness, which I don't, um, that's something to look for i guess the 512 um, yeah the 512 is a big one um 413 has been a good one lately 611 is always good mm-hmm. but uh, 512 is traditionally a good matchup i'm not sure that common wisdom is as applicable anymore uh yeah i don't know i i'm not do i literally have watched like maybe seven minutes of college basketball this year so i have no fucking idea i'll probably do well in my bracket because i actually have no idea what i'm doing this year um but yeah, I think six six or five twelve and four thirteen are usually the ones that have like the best success for upsets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've watched my fair share of college basketball this year. Surprisingly, um, I don't know why, but yeah. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligible restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right. Um, Jordan Bub, did we address this comment or not yet? Did you guys see that, uh, that clip of quickly after he hit that three? he's like doing his little dance in the corner or whatever smiling just having a good time um i was like i put this in our discord but i was just thinking about like how angry tommy d must have been watching that like seeing how he disrespected the game um he must have been so furious watching that oh my gosh that guy what an interesting fella i'll say i'll say that to keep it nice um you know the late night stream um <laughs> all right there we go there's there's what people probably wanted to hear more that's what i'm here for um did we address this comment by jordan bub yet or not yet uh do you stop Jokic by um telling him that he's gonna miss his mvp you just so, get kendrick perkins out there and you tell him you know just lock lock up bro <laughs> Play like it's play like it's nineteen ninety six. Kendrick would be very motivated going against Jokic. I'll say that. Yeah, for like a possession, and he's gonna run down the floor once and maybe have a heart attack. You know, the funniest thing was that he did was remember when he he posted the video of himself dribbling <laughs> in his driveway. Yeah. 
He's like, oh, after Kobe passed away, I'm so inspired. It's like, bro, nobody wants to see you do like basic ass crossovers. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. I don't think you can honestly, I'll say this, like the Nuggets defense has been atrocious. It's never it's not been good all year, but it's been absolute fucking dog water lately. They gave up 49 tonight in the first quarter to the Raptors. Um if the Knicks don't the it's a weird thing because it's like you don't want to get into a track meet with Denver um, just because like they thrive in transition mm-hmm. with like Jokic is passing and Michael Porter Jr. shooting and all these type of things. But like the Knicks, if they, if they don't waste time trying to like set up these ISOs that they like to do at the start of games, often for Randall, um, like which, which are fine when he, when he hits a couple threes to start a game, I don't mind it as much because he's usually in a rhythm then. But if he is missing those shots, like I would like to avoid that and and trust other dudes. We'll see. Um, I think the key is like just you have you're gonna score on them. I'm not that worried about that. You have to be able to like contain them to some effect offensively. Like if you can hold the Nuggets to one fifteen, you've done enough. You should win that game. Um, so there's really nothing you're gonna do to stop Jokic. You just have to hope Jokic continues to want to only take like 14 shots a game which if he does that that's great That'd be fantastic. and according to some people on twitter he is actively losing the um mvp battle on purpose because it would be too much of a burden to win three straight <laughs> people on twitter crazy. are actually insane <laughs> that was the craziest tweet i think i ever seen man i couldn't believe that I'm like what are you talking about bro you are insane um but yeah, I, I think if Brunson is back, I think our offensive issues are kind of mitigated in that way where we don't have to worry about getting off to such a slow start. Um, and hopefully he is back on, on, on Saturday. Um, but yeah, if, if he's back, I think our offense is running pretty well. Um, and like you said, D- Denver's defense has been pathetic as of late. So I think that just bodes well for us if we can, you know, just get off to that good start. Um, but yeah. Um, all right, let's go to another comment. Let's go. Jeff, there was a stretch where Randall refused to move on defense, and like he was playing a stretch to cover for him. It was unreal to watch what performance. Yeah, IQ's defense just continues to know. I don't even want to say surprise me, like, because, like, I'm, I'm like. This is like what he does. Like, I just don't know why. I don't know why the Blazers didn't just ISO him. Um, You know, that's that's like his weakness. How bad teams stay bad, and and how a fourth guard. um, You know, that's that's what he is. That's what quickly feeling is. So, no, I mean, I I think it was was. It's it's what we've come to expect from him. It was a great defensive performance. It was a great all around performance. I thought from him. Um, I actually thought he did a good job. I, I I I I like don't because people take this like not I mean not you guys necessarily but like I didn't think Randall played a very good game tonight I thought he played a pretty stupid game to be quite honest um, but within the stupidity of Randall's game you saw some like really smart moments from quickly uh, towards the end of the second half quickly brought the ball up or sorry not second half first half uh, second quarter he brought the ball up it was late game, it was late maybe under a minute left. Randall just wanted the ball. So like quickly was bringing up the right side of the floor. Randall comes from the other side and just stands in the post with his hand up like this. 
and he's getting fronted in the post and he's not moving. He's just got his hand up like this. And so Cook is like, all right, fuck, I got to get this fucking guy the ball. So he like has to like, he like, you can watch him. He's like telling Randall to come out higher. Then he like dribbles over to the corner to like create the angle. And then he dumped it in to Randall who is now fronted. So he's already in behind now. Randall gets to the free throw line and he got to, you know, whatever. But like, but like it was stuff like that, that you see. And I'm like, okay, that's actually like, that's like real growth as a playmaker and as a point guard to, to kind of like take, you know, what is like chicken shit to make chicken salad out of it. Cause that could have been a really bad possession and he just made it work. And um, I thought he did a good job today of like trying to get Julius good shots and get him into a rhythm. Julius just couldn't hit any perimeter shots today. So that didn't work as well. Um, but like, yeah, it was, it was just a, I mean, it was a great, he, he just played a really, really good, floor game and um i thought he was smart i thought he was like he probed well i I thought he knew when to look for shots when to kind of defer to other guys and um yeah uh, he was he was awesome i mean there's really not much more to say about the other than that like at this point he's just a fucking awesome young player that the Knicks drafted and i'm looking forward to him being extended this offseason would it be extend deuce that's what i want to know it sounds like the Deuce extension talks to happen. Give Deuce four more years. <clears throat> um, he's, but Deuce Deuce is not up for an extension until after next season, right? No, you can extend it now. It's one season before free agency. I guess I. D- even if it's after two years. Yeah, because he's a free agent next off season. Not this coming offseason, but next offseason. Yeah, but they can't offer him. I mean, I, I guess it wouldn't matter. They they can't they offer can. him a max. They uh, um, yeah. No, they can't. No, I said, Not yet. Well, they can only offer him the early bird. Yeah. But I said they can't right offer now. him a max. But yeah. I mean, he's not going to take an extension. I'm not going to. I wouldn't take an extension. I mean, the Knicks aren't going to pay him. Like, what, what would you give him? An if I were the Knicks, I'd be like, we'll give you, I'll give you four years, 30 million. He's not going to take that. I wouldn't take that if I were him. I, don't, I I probably would like I'm not gonna get a lot of opportunities on this team next year anyway. Yeah, I'd probably be like, get me off this team. Eh. That's what I would probably say for him. I guess. Uh, Dude, these I, guys I, are trying I, to make money. Like, what do you mean? Why are, are you acting like I don't know if I would do that? Yeah, you would. There, dude. These guys want to play. He wants to play. Deuce. Deuce can clearly play. Like he's he's gonna want. He's gonna want a chance to make money, not just be like, "Oh wow, they're giving me this fucking the Jay Crowder special four years, thirty million. I gotta take that shit." No. Um, oh, are, you, are we talking about the Deuce contract situation? Yeah, it's not a situation. I don't even. Tyrese <laughs> just fucking brought this up now to annoy I, me or something. I, I, I just really like Deuce. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want four more years of Deuce. A situation. Yeah, that's fine. It's not. It's definitely not a situation. It's definitely not a situation. <laughs> I'm also controlling the hell out of right now. <laughs> I really want deuce. More deuce, please. Um, no. Uh, quickly, contract. Yes. Uh, I look forward to be, him being extended, and it'll be a great day at Nick's, at Nick's Twitter. Quickly and Hart both going to get extended. We'll see what happens with the OB. Um, deuce is an interesting one, though, like because he does only have a year left, and it's like, I don't know. He, he's... He, I, I still think he, like, I really do think he's a pretty solid rotation player in the making. 
but it's like, are the Knicks going to be able to offer him that position? Um, and if not, are they better served? Like, hey, can we get a couple second round picks for him or something? Maybe. Maybe you just do that. Maybe you cash in. I don't know. Um, that'll be interesting, though, to see what they do with him this offseason. Yeah. <laughs> An insincere max offer. Can I explain this? Can I explain this? Yes. Sure. Uh, so back in our posting and toasting posting days, commenting days, there was this person, like, so we were, there was this report, right? Because, you know, that that summer, Phil gets hired, and then Melo is a free agent at the end of that year. So it was like this whole thing of, like, are they going to keep Melo? Is Melo going to stay? What's going to happen? And so there was a, this report that came out where it was like, <clears throat> I think Phil even said this on the record, that they had made, like, Melo three different offers. Like, like, there were three offers for him on the table. He had the choice of whatever one he wanted to take. And, um, Somebody was like, <laughs> one of the reports like it was a max offer. One of them was a max offer. Like, and somebody was like, well, <laughs> I think Phil, like, I think that Phil offer, I think it's a, it's an insincere max offer. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know what that means, but if anybody made me any type of max offer, insincere or otherwise, I would take that. I would be like, yeah, I'm going to take this max offer. An insincere max <laughs> offer. That's hilarious. Like, he didn't mean it. <laughs> Did he just throw it on the table? Sign it. <laughs> it's all right. Melo took a whole $5 million uh, discount over five years. Really, really selfless leader. Mello, so insincere. Okay. <laughs> um, Nick's tape says, um, Brunson being out was Loki a blessing in disguise. RJ and IQ are heating up at the right time. Um, I think IQ would have been fine regardless. Maybe RJ a little bit more. Um, RJ's been, been able to find his offensive rhythm. Um, defensively, his odds are going down for six minutes of the year because he's starting. We need Brunson back. Are you serious? Yeah, his odds are going down. I don't think he's started that many games to like he, not qualify for. Six no, he, he just he just needs he needs Brunson to come back so that people forget that he started these games mm, and they'll just okay. look at those box scores and they'll be like, oh wow, what a great game they quickly played. Yeah, but his odds are starting to go down for whatever reason. You know, he's been good. All right, Brunson, let's tape up that foot. Let's get let's get ready for Saturday. Yep. Like I think you should be good now. Like you're not like you don't have minus one seventy five and a manual because he said two hundred plus two hundred. Which is wild. Like I don't know how and the Celtics are skidding. I don't get it. Whatever. It's that, you know, white Boston media. Just powering through. All right, let's see. Hmm. We have to address that one. All right. It's a late wow. night. Yeah, there's a lot of comments here. I'm just trying to like get some ones that. Um, Jordan Bub, drop a like and subscribe to the channel. Definitely do that if you are new. Um, we've definitely been getting a lot of new subs lately. So shout out to all y'all. Leave a like and subscribe. We're on our way to 1K sub. So definitely helps us out a ton if you guys do that. Um, Larry Israel says he bet the Knicks down 16 in an enjoyable 220 payout. Shout out to you. I rarely um, bet the Knicks. I wish I'd done that tonight, but I was just too lazy. Um, this this is the possession I was talking about. Brain was all like, Randall wants the ball in the water. <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, dude, he had a bunch of those in the game today. But I'm just like, can you just fucking move? Can you do that, please? There was another one in the, in the third quarter 
were quickly had Dame on an island, and then like Randall decided he just had to stand on the block, and he had to get the ball. IQ actually tossed the ball over the top, so he was in, and instead of going up, he pump faked and he shuffled his feet and he traveled. And I'm just like, you're so annoying today. Like <laughs> you're so annoying today. Yeah, just stop being annoying. Um, because you could tell in that third quarter, like aside from Dame hitting every three that he put up, there was nothing they were gonna do. There was nothing. I mean, their first quarter was like, oh, Thibel at ten points. I'm like, great, dude. If Thibel puts up forty on us, great. You deserve to win. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And like the fawning over Thibel by Han and Breen was just <laughs> insufferable. Matisse Thibel is shooting over 42% of his three point attempts. Like, like in the midway through like the third quarter, Breen was just like, you know, he, he when he when he got all defensive and when he got all NBA defense, he only played like 20 something minutes. That just shows the impact of his defense. I'm like, Breen, all right, you can relax. Like, what a fantastic young defender Matisse Thibel is. Like, Jesus Christ. Dude. It's like, relax. You know, Clyde, 40% from three now. And, and Clyde was saying, Clyde would have been like, I see Louis myself with him, folks. Like, <laughs> well, Coach Frazier says a few post games ago during the winning streak, I asked if the Knicks beat the Nuggets, does that make them contenders? I recant that question. Man, if we beat the Thunder, contenders. <laughs> Man, we can't I mean, beat the, the Nuggets. Either, so, it's it's yeah. hilarious how the Nuggets have skidded since, like, I think that post game, like, they've been pretty. Um, I think that might have been during the Boston post game or the Miami post game. Yeah. Um, it was one of those two when the vibes are like extremely high, which they still kind of are. Um, but yeah, I mean, since then the Nuggets have just absolutely been piss poor, and um, you know, shout out to Jokic giving up his MVP because the burden it would be to win three straight just too much. And B's gonna win it and choke in the second round again. Who like who cares? The word sucks anyway. <laughs> With you, okay. On MVP, MVP is a crackpot award. MVP, can't be Jokic. Just give it to Steph, just give it to Giannis. What are we doing here? He's the fucking best. Like, does has anybody in the last three years been like, man, if I needed to win a series, I would take Nikola Jokic or anybody, anybody in the NBA? Nobody has said that. Not a single person. That and no one NBA. ever will. Yeah, nobody has. Like, that's fine. I understand that's not what the MVP award is. But guess what? If you're going to give a guy a fucking third straight MVP, that's basically what you, it needs to be. It has to be that. It has to be like he's the best player in the game, and I would trust him over anybody else. Nobody's about Jokic. So why are we doing this thing where we're like pretending that now this is the first time we can all be like, oh, it's a regular season award. We always knew this. Like, shut up. Like, like Giannis a few years ago after he pissed himself in that uh, playoff series against Miami, they all were just like, well, we can't vote for him because he had that terrible playoff series last year. I'm like, oh, so that that doesn't matter in the regular season. But when Jokic, you know, he's playing the Warriors in the first round and he's putting up all these godly numbers, but then at the end of the game, Mike Malone's out here sitting him in crunch time, fourth quarter defensive possessions, that's fine. We're good with that. That's cool. It's it's okay that the Spurs ran a fucking layup line at this guy. Uh, a couple of nights ago. It's okay that like they can't defend a fucking chair right now. Apparently that doesn't reflect on him at all because his defensive box plus minus is high. Give me a break. His war, like, his raptor, yeah. his war. Yeah, like all this is all that like if all that all that tells me is that like these people don't actually want to watch games. They like, want to look at the graphs. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, look at his, all the numbers are saying it. I'm like, okay, but like, why specifically? What about his actual play in the court? Are you like, this is why we need to beat the brakes off of them on Saturday? Okay, like, relax. I, I would take a one point victory, bro. Just, a one point victory, man? Nah. I just want to beat them. I need this. I need this MVP narrative destroyed. I need Brunson cooking him in the pick and roll. I need so pick and roll at fifteen every single play. Yeah, I mean, I just, I really could use it. It would be nice if, if um, the Knicks beat the beat the brakes off them. But yeah, I think Giannis should be MVP. I really don't understand why this is a conversation. Um, he's he put up forty six tonight, or he put up forty six last night. Uh, what did he do tonight? Probably put up like another fucking seventy eight or something. Um, he put up thirty six tonight, thirty six eleven and eight. I mean, win. the guys, and, and and the other thing is, he doesn't play a shit ton of minutes because Budenholzer holds like basically holds minutes down. They rest him and all that kind of shit. The guy's awesome. He he is the best player in the league. Um, I will take him over anybody right now in a series easily. I I don't I really don't understand why this is even a conversation. Like, I think thirty team. The only GM in the NBA that I think is taking Jokic over Giannis is fucking Denver's. Probably, but like that's it. Like I don't think any other any other GM is. This is just not a conversation. This really isn't. Like I saw the Ringer ranking today, and he they had Jokic on top, and I'm like, none of you guys would pick Jokic in a series heads up against Giannis. Not a fucking solo would do that. Give me a break. The Ringer is also a joke. Yeah, Eddie Manuel quickly ninety five. Emmanuel quickly is clearly better than ninety five in the NBA. He's worse than Al Caruso, you know. Yes. Um, Hawkeye 420 Scam Reddish got his wish and became way off P with that brick off the side of the backboard. That was hilarious, Jesus by the way. Christ, way off P is wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. This is an all time comment right here, I think. Oof. Someone screenshot this. Whoever's watching right now, I know there's nah, plenty it's... of y'all that are screenshot and, and screen recording. Get this comment. This is a good one. Oh, What's right. a good one? This oh this game runners one yeah it's yeah. good stuff with the way off P like that's yeah, just... also I mean that was like that's like uh, I've I've seen that like we we've, we've watched those games from Cam and it's like like I, I don't know I, I don't even want to I really dad don't take that much pleasure in shitting on him because I just haven't cared about him since we traded him away like I, I just as soon as he was out of the rotation I knew exactly what that meant so I just knew from that point in time that he no longer had any future on the Knicks. Um, I thought there was pretty good reasons for why you go to Deuce over him. Those bore out in our results immediately. They've borne out in her results over time. They've borne out in the results that Portland is getting now, playing Cam Radish a bunch of minutes. Like, it is what it is. Um, the guy has talent, but until he actually wants to, like, be serious about what he is and what he's capable of on an NBA floor, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. You know, actually, I was watching the... Uh, that Pelicans Lakers game earlier in the day, and um, who's their? I think the Pelicans announcer is their uh, their color guy. I think it's uh, Antonio Daniels, and um, yeah, he was talking about like they were, they kept at. Like, I forgot who it was somebody took a bad somebody took a three early in the clock, right after Trey Murphy had taken a three early in the clock the possession before, and he was just like, he's like, look, the, the NBA isn't an equal opportunity league. It's a it's a like what's your talent league basically. And he's like, it's he's like the same shot that's good for Trey Murphy isn't good for you. Like it might not be good for you. And like Cam Reddish thinks he he needs to have like the green light like a star. And I'm like, 
like maybe you need to have a shot diet like Quentin Grimes. You ever thought about that? Like maybe that's maybe that's your path to success. Like do that, and then you know maybe just be somewhat aware on defense of like these things called screens. Uh, and then if you can just go ahead and get me a few rebounds a game, you'll probably be able to make a bunch of money. I mean, this is the thing that's crazy about Cam. He's six eight. He's a fluid athlete. He's shown to be. He, he's got pretty good touch on the rim. Like he, the path for him to make a fuck ton of money in the NBA is not hard, and he's just too stubborn and kind of like. I mean, I thought the comments he made the other day that that like about like oh you know it was politics and all this shit. Like to me, it just like that just shows me that you. You really don't get it. Like you actually don't get it. Um, even if there were politics at play, the team immediately got better when you sat. So clearly, it wasn't just politics. That's it. So, you know. Yeah, the stats they they speak great volumes. I mean, just watching the team, it speaks great volumes to you know the impact or lack thereof from Mister. Cameron Reddish. Um, Tag says he needed to hear Clyde Rose Camp's side of the backboard shot. Would have been special. What um, is he yeah. doing? <laughs> Clyde, Clyde, Clyde would have had a ball there. Um, what is he doing, folks? <laughs> Clyde, Clyde would have had a field day with a lot of the camp stuff. He'd probably have been like, Mike, I was looking at the numbers and and they they all say that Cam is the worst defender on the team. <laughs> he has a minus plus minus. Everybody in the Blazers has a plus minus minus, Mike. <laughs> oh man, that dementia with Clyde, man. Oh man. Whoever told Clyde about plus minus, I'm not sure if they need to be promoted or fascinated. <laughs> I'm still undetermined on that one yet. Oh my gosh, um, Jordan Bub. He says IQ has a chance of being all defense selection because if Mat- um, I think he's talking about Matisse. Oh, Matisse is able to get it coming off the bench for Philly. Then IQ has more than enough tape and advanced metrics to get him. I wish there was a third team. Yeah, but there is not a third team for the all defense. There should be, but um, IQ will will get definitely get some votes. I think. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's made too much of- noise on the national stage. Yeah, he's he's the guy that all the like uh, the very smart, intelligent uh, Zach Lowe's. Yeah, they, he's the guy that they oh you know who's really playing well that I've noticed lately is Emmanuel Quickly. <laughs> not not many people know about this kid, but I I watch the Knicks a lot, and uh, let me tell you, I don't think they know what they have in this kid. Yeah, we do. I've been saying it for two years. I hate you. Shut up. <laughs> like the rigor list that came out where has quickly 95 apparently they think Alex Russo is better they think Kevon Looney is a better player um, okay let's respect Norm, Kevon Looney here come on nobody has, nobody has achieved as much Norm as Powell alright nobody has achieved as much Ooh. as Kevon Looney has Wendell Carter Jr. without knees Mike oh. Conley Mike Conley alright ugh the ringer is hilarious. It, it, the thing, so the way all this stuff works, just how I view it, is everything lags. Like let national viewpoints lag. So like if Quickly's a ninety-five now, that's because last year he wasn't even on the fucking radar. Like they because I mean we knew this right because people were like there were people talking about last year where it's like well what do you want Tibbs to do like yeah, yeah. he doesn't have better options what could he possibly do to win basketball games and I'm like. 
I don't know. Like it's to me, I'm, I'm like I'm watching all these games. I'm like I don't know. I'm an idiot. I, I don't watch the tape as much as things. But like, what I find interesting is everybody that plays and has a positive impact on the court plays less than everybody that has a negative impact on the court. We should maybe try flipping that and see what happens. Um, and like now that the Knicks are doing that, I or mean, he's played more, and obviously the Knicks are having more team success. Um, like he's getting credit for it, so which Wild. is great. But like I think next year you'll probably get next year you'll probably see him start getting ranked in like you know around top fifty or something like that. I would assume. Yeah, it's you know it's taken a while, but we'll finally get there, hopefully. Um, I, yeah, IQ was part of a bottom ten roster. Yes, that's true. That's true. That was a bottom ten roster coming into the season, according to some people. So um, many people actually. So it's good to see that uh, my belief in this next current group paid off, especially my my never uh, my unwavering faith in Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is going to be Hart's first playoffs. Yes. Yeah. And it will be quite becoming our party for him because I think he'll, like, I think he's the type of player that will absolutely thrive Tell in the playoffs. Like, he's going to have, a, he's gonna have a game three moment where he wins the game. Is it be special? Um, do you guys think that quickly will make his shorts shorter next year, or do you think this is a shorter? <laughs> I think if they somehow make a way to make them shorter, he will definitely rock those. Let me rock. He's just going to wear spandex next year. He's going to rock the <laughs> 80s shorts. <laughs> I don't need Jinko shorts. I don't need any. I'm fine. I'm happy with them. If these guys want to, that's what makes them comfortable. I'm happy for them. These Echo Ash shorts you're trying to wear. I <laughs> definitely did not do that. Um, I don't believe that. I, I, wore, believe that. I wore. I had Sean John shorts, like a classy person. Um, not rock echo. No, no, no rockwear. I liked rockwear's polos. Um, mm. Their polos were good. I didn't like their shorts. I actually didn't like the shorts in general at all. But I did mm. like the polos because they're all right. big, nice, comfy. Yes, the Knicks were very low in a lot of people's young core. <laughs> all right, when we switch the comment. <laughs> I <laughs> we reached that that hour of the show. Yeah, bro. It's over. AG Schuler says IQ thong game incoming for those listening on the podcast version. Okay. <laughs> the thong game. That's what we're gonna call. <laughs> Yo, let as long as IQ's getting buckets, man. <laughs> I don't play care. Defense. I, I would not. I would not. I don't care how fan. short the shorts are, man. Don't finish sense. <laughs> I'm begging I, you. Don't finish the sentence. I finished it. It wasn't that bad. Okay, it, it could have been worse. I thought you were gonna be like, oh yeah, he could be naked. I don't care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Just put a little that far. To, to blur it out. To blur it out. <laughs> maybe you know. Maybe Grimes needs to change up his hairstyle. Maybe that's maybe that's the issue here. He needs braids. Maybe he's trying short for braids. Yeah, nah. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you can take your word for it. I have no fucking idea. I know because I used to get braids when my hair was that short. <laughs> so I know it's too short. <laughs> maybe maybe you can rock the... Uh... Maybe he can rock the the this. peanut head haircut that RJ had his oh rookie year. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> that was so bad. Oh. I was just like, I was like, dude, you we, you're the highest draft pick we've had in like fifty years. Please, please grow your <laughs> hair out. Like, this is not it. This is definitely not. This is not the look. Wow, Jordan Bub with a super depressing comment. This kind of beats. I think this beats out my comment last post game with the the Knicks scoring duos. So he says the Knicks have had eighteen losing seasons since two thousand one. Tonight they clinched their fourth season of finishing above five hundred in the last twenty two <laughs> years. Oh, we've been in hell. Yeah, this I mean, definitely beats out my like Knicks duos comment from last post game. Also, are we still win thirty seven games, Sam? Um, um no i and I, I gave my explanation for my reasoning for picking that this is, no, this has to be the fifth fifth this has to be the fifth they went 42 and 40 the in year they traded from 2011 yeah then they went 36 and 30 then they went 44 54, 54 and 28, 28 and then they went 41 and 31 a couple years ago now they're already gonna go 40 i mean they're 41 and 30 so if they don't finish above 500, that'd be insane. They're going to finish 500, though, at least. So that's five. So, yeah, that that it's it's because the Knicks Muse probably they're researching past. So they didn't up like there's only been four. This would be the fifth. Oh, be, OK. Guess. So, yeah. OK. Yeah. That makes sense. Very depressing. Nonetheless, um, that, uh, the scoring duo stats still worse, man. Is it really? It was pretty depressing. I was like, Patrick wow, Ewing and Gerald Wilkins. That <laughs> yeah. was that. That was, that was that's what did it for you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, like we really had fucking a Hall of Fame center for 15 years. And we were just like, make it happen with John Starks, baby. Like, that's it. Like, we got you. Um, man. And they finally got him. And it they finally got him help when he was like crippled. I mean, they, they had help and they traded it away too. They had Rod Strickland, our namesake. And Mark Jackson, they were like, you know what? We need guys that can't dribble but are hard nosed <laughs> as fuck. Um, so Cold yeah, I mean, Anthony Masons. Yeah, they, 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 you know, they what they needed is they needed more, more Bible study guys like quickly. They need more dogs. You don't need to dribble to be a dog. JL says this is our first win in Portland since 2015. Wow, it's been that long. What the hell? Yeah. Jeez. I was this about is the year of today. breaking all of our random losing streaks. It definitely is. Yeah, we oh. broke the, the random losing streak to the Nets that we'd had for like three years, which is nice. The Nuggets one, where we haven't won one. in Denver since like Jamal Crawford. Utah. Utah, yeah. we hadn't we hadn't won there since I think twenty eighteen. Um still haven't won in Phoenix. That's been a while. I'm trying to think what our other we've won in LA, so that's not a big thing. Mm-hmm. Guess I mean, there's not too many others. Those yeah. have been those have been bad ones. Those, there have been some really weird ones, and they've all been like associated with the West for the most part. <laughs> I was gonna say it Miami, but I forgot we beat Miami last year in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Boston. I feel like we have we. No, we'd beaten Boston. In Boston. Yeah, well. we beat Boston in Boston and two years ago. Here, year. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time we'd beat them in Boston with fans for a little while, so it's good. Mm. Um, Toronto. We hadn't won in Toronto in forever. 
Oh yeah, Drew yeah, we d- and we did win in Toronto. Yeah, so that was a big one. God Good stuff. Um, Larry Israel says the original idea behind the short shorts was they would attract women fans. Interesting. They work for me. I was talking about the short shorts. I'm not talking about it. You don't don't explain yourself to me. (laughs) Oh my god. Um. All right. So I think we can start talking about. I mean, we already talked about Saturday. So. Um. So what do we think? What the Knicks are now? Are they full game ahead of the Nets, or is that happening? Yes. Full Full game. game. Yeah. So they're forty-one and thirty. Nets are forty and or they're forty and thirty. Thirty-nine and thirty. Thirty-nine and thirty. Okay. So yes, we have two and one. What what is? Let's see this. What's the remaining uh, schedule here? All right, remaining strength of schedule. Uh, the Knicks have the twenty-third easiest remaining strength of schedule. But what's tricky here, and this is why I think it's really important that we stay at least three ahead of Miami until the first time we play them, is we have two left against Miami. Mm-hmm. So we want to stay three ahead. We want to keep that buffer ahead of them. Um, Brooklyn has the twentieth easy remaining easiest remaining strength of schedule. They got a couple here. I think they're just going to lose though for sure. Um, they have they they play Denver again. I feel like Denver's going to get it together. Like they're going to. They they can't play this bad forever. The Denver they got Denver at home. They got the seventy six again. They got two against Cleveland left. We still got one. Against Will they Cleveland. though? Swin like. You know, Jokic yeah, is really trying Cleveland. to take yeah, this MVP thing. They have Sacramento. They have Miami. They have Minnesota. Sorry, say that again? Swain, I said, are you sure? I mean, like, are you sure the Nets are going to – I mean, the Nuggets are going to get it together? Like, Jokic is, like, really trying to tank this MVP thing. Uh, I think – I think <laughs> they can't play this bad. They were, like, they've been, like, the number one team in the West for the entire season. They have, what, are they have 46 wins right now or something? Yeah. Jokic is like really trying so hard, like not to get this third straight MVP. They're forty six and twenty three. Yeah, he is trying very hard not to do that. Uh, I think I think Jamal Murray will help, will tell him. You know, we need you to to step up your MVP case here. Um, but yeah, they, like they got. I mean, they got a tricky schedule. I still think. Our, I don't think our schedule is that straightforward. But like just looking at it, if we can bank, if we just take care of the business against the teams that we should beat, right? Like so, Rockets at home, Orlando and Orlando. We still have two against the Pacers to close the season. They might just be full tank by then um, because they're probably not going to be close to the play or have interest in getting the play We have the Pelicans on the road. We have the Wizards. I think that one is at the Garden. Yes. I think we've already played them twice on the road. Yeah, so we play them at the Garden. Like, I think we can take care of those games. You're basically fine. Uh, I mean, that's that, that would that's six games right there. Um those those we should really I mean, you take care of business there you're, you should be i really think we should be clinching Golden. but miami but miami does have a pretty light schedule at the close of the year they have philly once memphis or they have memphis tomorrow if memphis wins tomorrow uh my my fave my love my beloved memphis grizzlies uh if they can if they can win tomorrow that'd be great they have two against the knicks they have one against brooklyn they still have the Bulls. The Bulls are weird because they're definitely still trying to like make the play in, so they're kind of gonna be annoying. They have Toronto, who's been playing better. Um, they have Dallas, who will be better because Luca and Kyrie should be back by then. 
Then they have the Wizards, who probably will also be tanking for them. But they have two against the Pistons, which is annoying because those are just probably like two cakewalks for them. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I think we just need to take care of business and keep keep playing. If we, if we just play like we've been playing, we should be fine. That's ultimately what it is, right? Like the team is good. If we maintain the level we've been playing at, we should be fine. And I think it's encouraging that we've played pretty well even when Randall has struggled and with Brunson now, you know, like they, they're still finding ways to, to get wins. So um, yeah, I think we should be okay. I think that's the most important part too, going into the playoffs that kind of builds like not even just like momentum, but like it builds like confidence for those other guys that they, they know they can contribute to a win when the guys are struggling. I know in the playoffs, it's going to be a much harder context, but I, I, f- I still feel like it's important for them to have these type of experiences. Um heading into that type of, you know, environment. Good night. Can I, can I read this? Yes. <laughs> this is from... This is from Walt Clyde Fraser. Uh, can we talk about Brunson's balding braids? Those front two looking like squidding pasta. <laughs> uh, oh squidding pasta is awesome, by the way. Try it. Try it. Uh, okay, that this was, was actually a good comment. Um, or a serious comment, I should say. That was a good comment. This is a serious comment. It's also from Walt Clyde Fraser. Knicks could conceivably have two picks in the 13 to 17 range all summer. I kept hearing how hearing our protected picks are worthless um yeah it's very possible i the wizards one i i don't know they're so weird i have no idea what the hell like are they gonna tank at some point are they just gonna keep playing out the string who knows i still think dallas is gonna make the playoffs i think that nba will want them in the playoffs um i think i think luca should be back i want to say he's probably gonna be back this next game but he should be back pretty soon and i figured they'll go on a little bit of a run just because those two are so talented offensively they'll get some wins for them It'll be pick 15, so don't worry about that. That's perfect. That's great. Right now, trade 13. back 10 spots. Yeah, we just we just need to trade back to 25 and we're good. Yeah, 25 is our magic spot. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think with that squidding pasta comment, we can end things off here. Um uh, <laughs> shout out to everyone that tuned in. Um, make sure y'all leave a like, subscribe. Um, Knicks win once again, bringing our total to 41 wins. Um, we'll be back on Saturday, so we get quite a break. Um, and yeah, we'll be back on Saturday after the Nuggets game. Hopefully, the Knicks win. Is that a sa- is that a Saturday matinee game? Yes, uh, I believe so. It's a 1 p.m. game, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, great! So the Knicks can either destroy or make our weekends. Yeah, like literally in that just like that moment right there. Oh, man. Um, So hopefully the Knicks, you know, make everyone's weekends that much better. Um, And yeah, check out everything Stricken related in the description. We got links to the site. We got links to the merch. merch. Schwinn is rocking the new merch. I got the new merch in front of me. I was rocking the Strickland University hoodie today. Super comfy. Um. (laughs) 
So definitely check all that out. We got links to the Patreon as well as the Twitter. Great ways to follow and support us. Um, and we're also on Instagram at the strict.land. Another way to consume some Nick's Strickland related content. Um, so definitely give us a follow over there if you're not following us there already. Um, and yeah, everyone have a great rest of your week and we will catch you guys on Saturday. Peace out. <laughs>